Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I am very excited today because I have finally my friend Kareem Murado here. We met years ago at the two-to-one conference that we always talk about, and Kareem has a special niche that I want to share because we homeschool high school moms sometimes are not world language experts, and Kareem is a certified native speaker Spanish instructor, and she is a like not only subject matter expert, of course, but a subject matter expert in teaching Spanish. So that, that is her specialty and has even taught IB Spanish in school settings. So now um, Kareem has a, a Spanish Educational Solutions website where she teaches Spanish and gives all kinds of resources. So I want to get her story um, and then her suggestions on how to teach Spanish and online learning. So Kareem, say hi and tell us about you and your homeschool journey. Hola, hola, everyone. Super happy to be with you, Vicky. And thank you so much to the Seven Sisters for everything that you do for the homeschool community. Thank you so much. So my journey to homeschooling is that I remember almost finishing my um, college uh, degree. And then my husband and I, we were recently married. And then he said to me, what do you think about homeschooling? And I was like, what is that? <laughs> I didn't I didn't know. Yes, my husband. And, wow. and he said, well, in Bolivia, he's from Bolivia. I'm from Guatemala. He remembered the um, uh, missionaries uh, teaching their children at home. And, uh. and he was so interesting about that. And that's how we started our learning, our homeschooling journey. Uh, just saying, okay, what is homeschooling? <laughs> That's so cool. Yes. So I went to homeschool conventions five years before my kids were born. <laughs> <laughs> you are the best. <laughs> so, so you were, you were a homeschooling family due to the inspiration of missionaries on your, your husband's life. Yeah. And that, that's such and a good you know, story. We wanted to educate bilingual children. We want yes. to be uh, the, also the major influence in our children's character. So I, homeschooling did not sound appealing to me, <laughs> but the results were appealing. And this is how we decided to homeschool. And now we have three children, uh, 10, 15, and 17. So I'm graduating my first one this year. Oh, my goodness. Congratulations. Thank you. So what have you seen as the benefits for having a bilingual family? Oh, my goodness. Um, my daughter, I can tell you the one graduating, she is basically, you know, we did so much in homeschooling. We did, she's very strong in science and math. Mm-hmm. But the highlight of her, uh, you know, if you want to call it learning resume, has been the fact that she speaks Spanish and she understands, she writes Spanish, she understands other cultures. Uh, so for us has been also the the beauty of our children to be able to connect with family back in, you know, back in our country. So and the fact that they are bilingual and they speak English and they speak Spanish. So it, it, will, it really will be an asset to her, um, not only just for your family, but career wise when she's out in the market looking for a job. Yes. And this, that is and such this, a leg up. And this is a challenge for many of us as a homeschool parents. We get to pick what 
we what influence we bring to our children. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, because Spanish is a foreign language for m- most of the parents, you know, yeah. like uh, they don't yeah. see that that subject is urgent. Uh, it is yeah. important. I think the majority of the parents want their kids to be bilingual. But when yeah. you are juggling all the homeschooling uh, requirements and things, you know, you're not thinking, I want my children to speak Spanish as an urgent thing. Um, Until later, you have no idea how many parents tell me, I wish I would be able to speak Spanish. They, you know, they study Spanish in college or high school, but they never get to speak it. So my, my conversation with parents is, how can I change that in my, um, with my children? I want my children to speak Spanish. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's beautiful. And your, your website actually has Spanish resources and and ways children can learn. And then you have things for middle school and for high school too. So let's just talk about uh, teaching Spanish to, let's concentrate on high school, but how you use the online component with learning Spanish. Yes. The online component, it really was born about my vision to help homeschool parents have access to a certified Spanish teacher. You know, I when I think about parents homeschooling that do not speak Spanish, I see myself uh, because for me, uh, I was not really, I wasn't had no clue when it comes to math. After third grade, I gave up. Yeah. <laughs> so I had that challenge where I needed access to experts. Uh, I understand that. Yeah. Um, and you know, so when I thought about that about my own situation, I remember my college professor say, "What problem you want to solve?" with the online, because I went back to get my master's to uh-huh. make curriculum and to teach online. And my professor asked me, well, since you don't want to really focus on public school, uh, what do you want to do? And he and I say to him, I really want to help homeschool parents. I think there is a huge problem there where is students and parents and students, they need access to a Spanish teacher. Uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, when you go into middle school and high school, I do have an elementary program. Uh, and the reason why I started the elementary program is because sometimes when we look at our children's schedule for middle school and high school, they're just busy. You know, they are yeah. super busy. And yeah. that's why I started my elementary program. So parents can start the learning before <laughs> you yeah. get those busy years. But if you are already a middle school and high school parent, um, you really need to think about Spanish as a subject. But also you need to connect the subject to the culture. Our teenagers, mm-hmm. you know, need to know why Spanish. And I yeah. think sometimes if we don't not make that connection, you know, sometimes we can have the most wonderful curriculum. But if you, we don't make the connection between the subject and, and the skill and the culture, um, yeah. you are just probably going to have to drag your teenager to speak to learn Spanish. Yeah. And, and yes. I think they, the culture brings such an emotional connection to the learning. And, and I discovered that Spanish is an emotional learn, uh, language too. You know, yes. we, our children, our teenagers need to understand, okay, not just the subject, the what, and, and, but they also need to understand the why. So I always recommend parents start with the why. Why, why do we need to uh, encourage our, our teenagers to be bilingual and to learn Spanish. And most of the time, the connection is because they want to be bilingual, they want to use it in their career, they want to travel, 
They want to learn about other cultures. So it's not all about the academics. Yeah, and it's it's a good academic subject, you know, of all the world languages that teens can learn. In America, Spanish is a really, really practical one because so many people do uh, come into our country as Spanish speakers. So it's a way to bridge our, our uh, you know, Western American culture and then the folks coming into America and joining with them. Yes. And, and this is why I created a curriculum online, because there is no way I could teach. Uh, you know, I wanted to reach uh, homeschool parents and I wanted to reach the community. So the best way for me was to do it online. And that's when I decided, well, if I'm going to do something online, I need to know what are the strategies? Because there is a difference between teaching on a face-to-face subject mm-hmm. and yeah. online. Um, yeah. so I was an online learner myself. And, and my online learning was the best education I got. <laughs> so so I, that's my goal, that to make sure that students get the best education they, they, they can, even if it's a self-paced, self-study course. Yeah. One of the benefits for us homeschool moms when our kids can take a really good online class is we don't have to teach that one. And so we can concentrate on the things that we know well. And so, you know, when we have an expert that can teach something that we don't know, why not? So that's exactly. a great idea. Exactly. And, and I feel like I'm talking about what is the role of the parent. Let's talk about, you mm-hmm. decide, I want my teen to learn Spanish. So what mm-hmm. is my role? You know, even though the course is online, even though the, uh, or the, you have an expert already, I think it's, we still, this is a difference, and that's how I make the difference between my homeschool students uh, and my, you know, prior students that were in public school, is that still the parent has the power <laughs> to influence. Yeah. You are still in charge, the, uh, mom or mom or dad, you know, and Absolutely. I think uh, when I think about the, uh, the Spanish subject, I always tell the parents, um, even though you have access to an expert, even though your your child is in uh, your teen is independent, um, mm-hmm. still you have a role to play. You are the facilitator. Your teen maybe is gonna need a trainer. He's gonna need somebody to be accountable to because when it's online, you know, it's not like your teacher can be there next to the student and say, "Give me your homework." Yeah, <laughs> so, and, yeah. but and I think this is important for us uh, that even though. And I'm saying this out of uh, also, I failed to, to do this. I'm not saying that I am an expert because, you know, um, uh, my kids are taking other subjects online. And mm-hmm. sometimes, I, you know, I was like, okay, I just check out. <laughs> and then I realized, oops, the learning is not happening. This is not working because I failed to do my role. So I always say that, you know, even though you have a Spanish online course, or you have a curriculum where you are not teaching the subject, you have a role to play as a parent. Yeah, you know, we we become, through high school, more and more resource managers as moms. Yes. So, you know, managers have to check in, and, uh, you know, the buck still stops there. But it sure is nice to have an expert on board. So, Kareem, tell us some of the things that you're students will learn in an online Spanish course? Okay, so when the first thing is that the mindset. <laughs> uh-huh. We want to work, the, the student wants to be, want to be motivated, right? And mm-hmm. if, if your student is not there, 
we as parents need to find ways to motivate. <laughs> you know, I always tell, uh, and you know, when it comes to Spanish, and I don't want to be a stereotype, but you can actually, uh, you know, uh, present f- Hispanic food to your student. <laughs> let's try the food, you know, let's try. So, you know, mindset, you know, mm-hmm. we want to do this. We're going to do that. And then we start the, um, the journey. The journey for my teenagers, I do a very different curriculum for elementary. Elementary, it's all about, you know, the, the experience. It's fun, but also a lot of vocabulary, full sentences. They, I don't explain mm-hmm. grammar. Mm-hmm. The elementary students, they just need to speak the full sentence. They don't need to understand wh- wh- where is the verb, where is the noun. They don't need that. They just need to learn. But the teenagers, their brain is already asking why. You know, yeah. I mm-hmm. c- combine the vocabulary learning experience with the grammar experience. Now, I don't emphasize, I put emphasis in the grammar, no, as, you know, a lot of parents went to high school and they re- just remember, you know, answering the blank and having yeah. an A or a B based on yeah. knowing the grammar rules, but they never mm-hmm. got to speak. So I, yeah. I use the grammar. I always tell my students, grammar is to help us put the language together. So you, you have your subject, you have your predicate. So I do teach them through video tutorials. All my lessons are already recorded. Uh, uh-huh. And then the students get to apply it. I teach students how to put the language together. And I use writing skills, uh, very simple ones. Even, you know, I had students that had tremendous learning challenges. And a man will say, well, he or she can't write because, you know, she has this issue. And I, I will tell the mom, well, you know, I want the student to try it. Uh, even yeah. though it's an issue, I want the student to try it because I use the writing process to help the student re- rewire the brain to think in Spanish. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's, it's lovely when students have that experience where all of a sudden they have a thought in the language they're learning. It is such a revolutionary moment for them. Yes, I tell them, if you dream in Spanish, you're 100% bilingual. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's wonderful. So your your students learn conversation. Yes. They learn to speak. Yes. That you're aiming for learning to think, but they're also learning the infrastructure, the, the, the grammar, so that they can then do application. They can yes. write and they can, you know, carry their learning forward. And that balance of grammar and experience and conversation is really what makes a useful world language course. So I'm, I'm really excited that they have access to not only the, the textbook, but videos with you mm-hmm. um, so that they're hearing and they're getting practice and then they, they actually have assignments to do. Yeah. That do and, and I also provide the structure of the grading. Because as a homeschool parent, this uh, subject has to have credit. And, and so I give that structure of, you know, testing. The students take a test at the end of each model, but it's just part of their progress. It's not the whole, you know, the whole grade. Uh, and I think that's very important. And I also believe if, if the parent, at least with my self-based, self-study courses, if the, if the child failed a test, why did the child fail the test? As a parent, you have the, the, you know, the right to, for the child to retake the test. Because for me, it's, this is why we homeschool. <laughs> we mm-hmm. homeschool mm-hmm. because we want our children to have a customized learning experience. And, and I have these cases where, 
you know, students just, just feel horrible because they have five run. And I laugh, you know, because, you know, I always tell the students, listen, textbooks are important. Workbooks are important. Practices are important. But if you go to a country, let's say you go to Guatemala, you're not going to be carrying your textbook under your arm. <laughs> <laughs> so I always tell them, you know, the textbook is just a vehicle. The uh, curriculum is a vehicle to get you the results that you want. And for level one, we want to develop beginners skills. We want to be- develop foundation. And then the level two is you keep building. Don't forget, parents, that Spanish It's a language that keeps building. So level two, you put the second layer, but you can't leave level one behind. And sometimes this is what happens. Students, if they are taking Spanish as a subject, they finish level one, they forget about level one, and they they go to level two, which is the hardest level of all of the levels. And it's a disaster, you know? And and, and I always tell my students, no, no, no. We recycle everything in Spanish. I always tell my students, you do not throw away your notebook. Yes, <laughs> do not yes. throw away your notes because you're going to be using a level one and level two what you did in level, in level one. And then when my students get to level three, I tell them, now the parrot stage, we are leaving the parrot stage where you leave, you, we, you know, the, I call the parrot stage where they repeat yeah. everything that I say. And which yeah. is okay. When you're learning a language, yeah. and students are learning the language for the first time. And they, yeah. they sound like parrots. They repeat everything. Right. But then when they move to level three, something happened. The brain starts switching to, I want to explain to you. <laughs> and yes. that's amazing. I mean, for me, as a Spanish teacher, that's the best thing. When I see how my students are moving from just describing to explaining. Mm-hmm. And, and I think this is something that, you know, when it comes to teenagers, I just want to give parents a warning. Students already are aware of who they are in the sense that they don't want to sound funny. And the number one reason my students do not speak is because they are uh, uh, afraid to sound funny. So it's fear. So think about it. It's all about their emotions, how the language makes them feel. And and this is the part where, uh, you know, I tell my students, you need to learn in a safe environment. No one is going to laugh. Accept the fact that you are 14-year-old, 13 but you, yes. in, in Spanish, you are three-year-old. <laughs> yes, right. And that's, you know, when you have permission to not sound perfect and to grow into speaking better, that, that's beautiful. So you've got, you've got three levels of Spanish there that kids are working on going from just the basics, the parent stage, which I love, that where you're repeating and you're learning all the basics. And then they go into more and more confident levels and uh, gaining some mastery. So I, I appreciate that. All right. I know that you have a, your daughter has a performance today, so we got to let you wrap things up. So tell everybody how to get in touch with you and about your website. Yes. So parents can follow me on Facebook. If you uh, type Senora Morato and also Homeschool Spanish Curriculum and also Spanish Educational Solutions, you will find me. And um, are we going to put a link of my website, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I, ha- I, have, I have two websites. I have two websites. Yeah. I have SpanishEducationalSolution.com, but also uh-huh. I created a special website only for homeschool parents. Uh, uh-huh. So com. And find me on Facebook, follow me. I also have a free community uh, that parents can join and in, in 
just we just discussed curriculum and challenges and benefits and all this, the good stuff. Beautiful. So we'll put links to all of that in the show notes. Really, folks, if you have a a teen and they need those world language credits, Spanish is so useful and Kareem's resources here are magnificent. So look for the show notes with all the links. And Kareem, thank you so much for squeezing me into your time today. Oh, Vicky, thank you so much for everything that you do uh, for really encouraging homeschool families. Uh, to keep doing what they're doing and parents and just for the services that you offer, which is amazing. Thanks. We all love doing homeschooling together as community. So, well, this has been the Homeschool High School podcast brought to you by sevensistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. We will see you next week. 